Warren Morrow has just released her new album titled People Talk. Warren and her partner Jason have previously made music as the Whiskey Gentry. Now they're teamed up with producer Parker Kaysen, and it's time for Lauren to go solo. Now they've moved from Atlanta to Nashville and are on their way with no apologies. Um, so Jason and I moved here from Atlanta in um, September of 2017. And not long after we moved here, we met Parker Kaysen through our friend Robbie, who um, is very well connected here in the city. And uh, Robbie said, we, we were looking for a place to go um record some new music. And Robbie said, you should check out um, Creative Workshop, which is the studio that Parker's dad, Buzz Kaysen, started. Um, it's the oldest studio in Berry Hill and here in Nashville. And Buzz wrote the song Everlasting Love. Right. Um, On yeah, the record collector, so, as you can probably see, and I reckon, I saw your credits and I recognized Buzz Kaysen's name. I know that name. And so he wrote that. Yeah. What, Soldier of Love and a, a producer. Right, yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah, lots, lots of stuff. <laughs> very cool. And so he, yeah, so Parker and Jason and I, um, you know, met each other and we recorded the EP that I uh, put out in 2018 at Creative Workshop and just became very close um, with Parker and his family pretty quickly. And, um, you know, we started writing the songs for People Talk in 2019 and started recording in 2019. Um, and, you know, what happened after that. So yes. <laughs> we just now have gotten to the place where the timing felt right to actually put it out. And, um, you know, and, and since the inception of the record, we've become, you know, very like, you know, like family with, with Parker and, you know, like you'd said, you know, uh, Jason and Parker helped me write the majority of the songs on the record and right. Um, right. just feels very collaborative. So did you kind of take on different roles, the three of you as producers, writers, decision makers? Um, I think that, you know, Parker and Jason did a really good job of, of really referring to me for a lot of decision making, but, you know, the writing part of it was different than a lot of writing I've done before because it was collaborative. And Jason and I always wrote songs together in Whiskey Gentry, but right. um, these felt, uh, you know, just, just easier for for the two of us to come up with ideas together and then also to include Parker in it and you know and sometimes Parker would have ideas that really changed the way that the song sounded and sometimes Jason would and and you know and um but yeah they they were all very respectful of me it being you know my record and what ideas I had on it right 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 so you mentioned Whiskey Gentry the the band that you guys were in before this and now you your solo, so to speak. Um, yeah. Do you has that caused you to kind of relook at yourself and how you approach your music and how you think about it and how you present yourself? Yeah, I think so. I mean, we, you know, it was Jason's idea really for me to become a solo artist once we knew that Whiskey Gentry was kind of um, coming to an end, and you know. It, yeah, it, it's definitely like it was really scary at first, but, you know, learning to kind of know that 
I don't know, kind of just trust yourself and, you know, trust the songs and the ideas that you have. And that's been a learning curve that's happened over the last few years. But I think also, um, you know, with Whiskey Gentry, there was a lot of cooks in the kitchen sometimes. And uh-huh. so it's been interesting to just have um, a couple of ideas from different people and, and writing with, you know, a less, uh, how do you say that? Not less opinions, because we have opinions, but maybe a more defined sense of what the the music should sound like, if uh-huh. that makes sense. And what do you think the music should sound like here, as opposed to what it sounded like before? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Whiskey Gentry definitely had, there were so many bluegrass elements. A lot of the songs were really fast. And um, this definitely, this record definitely has a lot more influences of mine, I think, personally. And, um, you know, with, with 90s alternative and kind of 80s new wave stuff coming in and... Right. Um, still some, you know, country elements, but I think it was just trying to get away from the fact that like, just because my voice could lend itself to sounding country didn't necessarily mean that that was the genre that I needed to be in or that I really wanted to be in. Right. Um, and I think that that's kind of the more, the, the important first step with this record is just kind of redefining what, um, what I sound like, if that, you know, yep. Because I'm, I attended um, Americana Fest in Nashville in last September. It was my first yeah. time there, and uh, the first band that I saw there was some English band. They had no twang at all. I mean, there was no, you know, but it was they fit. Yeah. They fit in for some reason, and it, that yeah. seems to be the case that I found throughout that whole week that I was there was it. It encompasses everything these days, and you don't have to, you know, sound like a country rock band or whatever. Right. Folky bluegrass thing in order to fit in. Did you, have you found that to be the case for you? Yeah, I think so. It's going to be interesting to see what happens when this record comes out and, and where that kind of, where it lands me in certain genres or, or not. I don't know, but like, um, you know, I was just like driving to a doctor's appointment and I, they were playing a bunch of songs on the radio here from Jackson Brown. And I always think about like, if these artists like Jackson Brown and Tom Petty and Cheryl Crow were to come out today, if you know that they would likely be put into that genre of Americana because it doesn't encompass so much. Yep. Um, you know, whereas like for the longest time and, and still is, it's just like, well, what does it sound like? It's rock and roll. Yep. Or rock or, you know, I, I don't know. So I, I do think that, you know, the umbrella is so wide and it, and for the Americana genre that, and I think that it's ever growing too, you know, versus like when Jason Isbell put out Southeastern and what that sounds like versus some of his new stuff that's coming out. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's, yep. it's testing the kind of boundary. Gotcha. Gotcha. Now the album yeah, kicks yeah. off with a tune called I'm sorry. Um, so why do you have that at the top of the record? Said I'm sorry. Won't you tell me? Well, that song, 
what it definitely is it's hard to choose a favorite but i definitely think currently as it stands that that one is my favorite and we all just had such a wonderful experience recording that song and pretty much the way that you hear it is the way that we all recorded it live together and it just felt really magical and you know the way it all came together the production that the parker the ideas that he had and and um you know, it, it just, I just think it's really beautiful. And it was not my choice to start the record with. And right. Jason right. and Parker fought me on it and they won. Um, but, you know, after some convincing, I was kind of like, well, I see, you know, it does kind of set the tone, I think, sonically for what you're getting into yep. versus um, I wanted to start the record with the song Nobody But Me, which is a very like a pretty rocking you know, song, I think, uh, you know, so I, I'm glad with the decision that we made. Yeah. That's got a made, pretty cool guitar solo in there. Is that Adam Meisterhaus playing that? Meisterhans, yeah. He, in which song, so he, he does, he does a lot of the lead on the record, but yeah. yes, I'm, he's I'm, doing I'm, the, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and, you know, and he just, that was such a brilliant, just kind of, like I said, you know, just feeling the song and it just happened. And I love it. Cool, cool, cool. And then you're still apologizing um, on uh, Only Nice When I'm High, the first yeah. uh, lyric. Is <laughs> so it's kind of a theme. <laughs> theme. Um, and uh, that was the first single that you released from the record. So yes. And a cool video as well. So what do, what, do you, what do you care to share about that song? Kind of started as a conversation that Jason and I were having and he told me that I'm a lot nicer to him when I'm high and uh, there's truth to that I make no bones about the fact that I am I am pretty keyed up a lot of the time and right um, I have a generalized anxiety disorder and I just think too much and sometimes it's easier for me to turn off that side of my brain and um you know, if I smoke a little weed and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think right. that it's a medicinal, um, it, it can be used as medicine for a lot of people. And, um, so yeah, that kind of came, you know, it's, it's less about smoking weed and more about recognizing the way that I am and how I can definitely at times pull a dark cloud into a room or, you know, and, and be pretty intense. And I think that, yeah, it just helps me kind of chill and just be a little bit less locked up if that, you know. Got gotcha, yeah. I see you've got a few interesting folks playing on the record. Carl Brummel uh, does some mm -hmm. pedal steel and uh, and sax, I think it was. And then- uh, Yeah, baritone sax, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Joshua Headley is on the record. I, he's been up here at my studio, so. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So tell me about uh, how those decisions were made to bring in these these special guests on the record. 
So um, Parker reached out to Carl. Um, I, I can't remember exactly whose idea it was for the baritone sax on Looking for Trouble. Right. Um, but there was the need for something to be kind of below everything else and kind of round out that bottom end. And, um, and so, yeah, so Parker had asked him and then also asked him on the song, it's you to, uh, play pedestal on it. Um, because he, I guess does, um, some things that are a little less traditional in terms of the pedestal world. And right. we wanted something to be a little different on that song. Um, and, Josh Headley and I and Jason have become friends here and he's he also knows Parker as well but um we we just you know Headley and I really love singing together and we've like sung together before and I just thought that would just be a really fun song for him to come sing on and and shout in the background and play some fiddle on you know since it's the most kind of like country leaning song on the record that being hustle is it Yes. Yes. Yeah, I love it. But you quote Jay Z in it. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I do. <laughs> I ain't saying I'm the first, and I won't be the last to run out of my dough. But like Jay Z said, it ain't where I've been. It's where I'm about to go. You got a H U S T L E. You got a hustle, baby, just like me. A bartender or teacher or television. Preacher, you're just trying to make your ends meet. There may be a time when my name's in lights, but it won't stop there. You see, I'll be working till I'm dead, cause that's the way I'm bred. Hustle, baby, just like me. I'm glad you picked up on that, <laughs> definitely. And and you have Lloyd Green playing uh, pedal steel on that. Is is that the Lloyd, the person who I think it might be? It is the Lloyd Green, yes. Oh, okay. Um, so uh, Parker reached out to him as well. And that was a really fun day having him in the studio. And, uh, you know, he's just worked on so many things that we all love. And um, yeah, so he came in, had a bunch of fun stories for us of all the years that he's been playing pedal steel for different people and on different things. And he's a really wonderful human. So um, it, it's really, it's, feels very special that he was on this record. Yeah, yeah, it's very cool, very cool. And then are you going on tour or are you going back to work on more music or what's the plan? Yeah, so we, um, on the 8th, we have a in-store at Grammy's Record Store here in Nashville, which is a pretty- Oh yeah, I've been um, there. <laughs> yeah, like legendary record store. And, um, and then we leave on April 15th and we start a month-long tour through Scandinavia. So we're doing oh, right. um, Sweden and Norway. And then we have a couple of shows in London. And then we come back for two weeks. And then actually, this isn't announced yet. So, but whatever. Um, Josh uh, Josh Headley and I are going on a co-headlining tour together all of June. Very cool. Um, over in the United States. So, yeah. Um, we're announcing that, I think, Wednesday. So, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. you need to bring that show here down south here to New Zealand. Oh, I would love to. I know Josh always gets to go to Australia and New Zealand. Yep. I need to yep. figure out those connections. You got to so. got to work it out somehow. So that that sounds like it's yeah. all happening. That's very exciting. So it's curious going up to Scandinavia seems kind of random. Uh, how did that come about? 
Um, well, apparently, uh, so there's a, there's a company called Rootsy that does a lot of promotions out of Scandinavia and they always, uh, is, you know, even in whiskey gentry, like we always had our eye on them because they were bringing over our contempt, you know, like our peers to come play there. And they just have a really great, um, uh, you know, team that they, you know, they put you in these towns through Scandinavia or through Scandinavia and, right. um, right. Yeah. And, and apparently, I mean, I've met so many Scandinavians at Americana Fest or Bristol Rhythm and Roots that are so into Roots music. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it's going to be really fun. And I'm looking forward to it. All my family's from Norway on my dad's side. So oh, okay. finally yeah. get to go see where this yep. skin find tone your, comes from. Find your roots. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. So, all righty. Well, it sounds like it's all happening. Thank you so much for taking time to talk to me. Hope you stay safe in Nashville there. Cause Thank well, you. I, I know. Morning, I was like, oh, not again. It's terrible. I know. Well, so, uh, hopefully next time we talk, I'll be in New Zealand. Yes, you need to be. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, come around to our, my studio and we'll get you and Josh up here. <laughs> that yeah, would be cool. that would be so fun.